everyone put your hands together for Max Verstappen being gifted a second season in Formula 1. Now, let me give a run on the race. The thing was, in qualifying, Max qualified first. He did a pretty good job in qualifying. Charles was second, Sainz was third, Perez was fourth, Ocon was fifth, Hamilton was sixth. These are top six. This is all we care about for now. Because this is what happens. On the third lap of the race, there was a red flag and there was standing water on the track at multiple places which we would refer from now on as rivers because there was they were flowing on one side or they were not basically they were basically puddles across the entire width of the track on multiple places in the track uh, one of the main ones was really big i don't remember where it was exactly on the track but there was a big one here's the thing stroll in that in those first two laps gained uh, first two three laps whatever gained seven places until the red flag now at the same time both Haas cars of Schumacher and Magnussen also gained five five places each now Fernando Alonso launched Vettel a little bit like it, not really a little bit Vettel spun out after that but Vettel was able to spin him spin himself out of the gravel trap and back into racing so Fernando basically overall gained one position Signs unfortunately spun out in one of the rivers of stagnant water that he mentioned uh, those in one of those rivers where he went inside uh, onto the turn when he was turning the river kind of upset his tires a little bit and then he went spinning and then after that he's basically a mute spectator in the entire situation he couldn't have done anything to stop the spin of the car because the tracks formation was as such and it was raining so there was not much you know that they could do after that you know um Albon had some engine issues so he went off off in the sense that he also got dnf'd so right before the red flag comes down we already had two dnf's after the red flag um when the race wasn't really happening we were waiting for about an hour for the race to start again for the race to start again in the meantime there were all the drivers were giving interviews Albon uh, in his interview said that, and I quote I think 50 to 60 percent of the lap was looking uh, I was looking through the eyes to the corner of my eyes for the white lines this is the worst visibility I have ever seen in my career and not safe as well unquote so this is what he's saying and i'm not i'm not saying that it's wrong or anything but i'm pretty sure that was that is very very bad considering these kind of incidents where gasly was going past carlos Sainz's car for, uh, fortunately actually carlos Sainz was not inside the car at that point but they uh, but the marshals had to furiously move carlos's uh, crashed car out of the way otherwise gasly would have hit it and you know um, talking of ghastly uh, before the red flag actually happened in the first lap there was an advertising board of rolex apparently that just fell on ghastly's car on the first lap after carlos crashed into it so uh, ghastly had damage because of that 
and these kind of weird things were happening in the first three laps and this the incident i just mentioned of carlos crashing and then we had you know ghastly taking damage from that broken advertisement board technically they still didn't red flag the race they still didn't wait the extra 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever 30 minutes or whatever the hell they the time they needed to start the race they couldn't postpone the timings of the race but they could actually start the race have three laps and then close down the race now here's the thing everybody who was waiting for like 45 minutes an hour whatever time we were waiting for because the racing only happened for 40 minutes or 45 minutes or something like that okay so the racing happened for 40 45 minutes whatever so out of two hours that is and there were three laps so three laps are roughly around five minutes on suzuka so yeah like you know so tell me this thing there was 50 minutes of racing in total and that, that is also being generous and assuming that after the red flag got lifted there was 44 45 minutes of racing there was total 50 minutes of racing and guess what if the fia took three full laps to realize that this is not safe even though even the first lap itself had two incidents one with Gasly and one with science himself that should have been a big of a call that you know i think this is too unsafe and the drivers were shouting their ears that shouting their throats out that you know like basically that there's too much spray and they can't see anything basically to those people who can't really who don't really know what spray is when they phone cars drive in the wet they displace the standing water on the track in both sides a little bit and a lot of it in the back so what actually happens is the person behind that specific formula one car is completely blinded and the further back on the grid you go for example person on position 10 position 15 they are completely blind they are completely blind they're driving blind okay it's it's not something that is very very nice or pleasant okay it's not something if you see the race uh, if you see any wet race for that for that matter there is obviously always a lot of spray but here's the point if they stopped before two laps of racing and they did not basically restart at all and the race got cancelled after two laps or under then points distribution would not have happened there would have been no points that would have been avoided so somehow the fia extended it to three laps somehow they waited three laps so that they could hand over max the win even if the restart does not happen so the situation is this okay fortunately there was a red flag uh, like sorry there was a green flag and the race restarted it was a rolling restart that happened at 16 15 local time that is 4 15 pm japanese time uh, which is roughly 12 48 indian standard time um you know this race is going very bad for someone's reputation and that someone is fia because i don't know if you've heard that episode or not but i did an episode sometime back before 
um, on is the FIA in the pockets of some top teams in F1. And I, each and every race, after each and every race, I still find that episode turning out to be more true and more true. Now, if we go ahead, you see Vettel and Latifi went side by side, potentially an unsafe police, in my opinion, in a drag race fashion along the almost the entirety of the pit exit. So both of them came to pit and both of them took their pit stops and when they were moving outside the pit and when they were exiting the pit lane they were going pretty much side by side and in my eyes it was very unsafe but they won't give any penalties to either of those drivers for unsafe release yet they would penalize Leclerc for a comparatively much safer release in previous races I'm talking Hungarian and French GP whichever one it was I don't remember um, now here's the thing Leclerc and Verstappen pit together Verstappen exits fourth Leclerc exits sixth with Zhao separating them in fifth obviously uh, Leclerc like slowed by the shitty 3.8 second pit stop you know Ferrari at its best race was led by Alonso for a while uh, on wet tires he changed later but then the race briefly led by Mick for like 2-3 seconds before Verstappen overtakes him. Uh, 33 minutes to go with Verstappen, Mick Schumacher and Leclerc in top 3. That is basically, I'm going to give you a minute by minute kind of a, not minute by minute but interval by interval kind of a rundown of the race before we actually start the true part of the episode. Uh, and basically it's... Uh, Leclerc later overtakes Mick Schumacher who's out on vets when everybody else is on intermediates which is weird personally um, Vettel and Latifi I think were the first people to switch to intermediates from full vets now Mick Schumacher was out on full vets for a pretty long time to be very honest um, and there was a point when Mick Schumacher and Ocon came into contention with each other and Ocon was not able to take overtake Mick for a couple of corners because of the insane amount of spray that he was getting. He had to move outside, actually, to the side for uh, one corner because it was a downhill corner, and he had to move to the side just to see where the corner is and where he has to break. It is that it was that unsafe even after the rolling start, you know. Um, Verstappen never led a lap before today at Suzuka so there was that he led the lap again uh, after some time he was leading the lap Leclerc was in second and Leclerc stole the fastest lap this is happening in the 33 to 30th minute now with 28 minutes remaining Mick Schumacher finally pits for the intermediates that means Mick drives the vets for like 20 minutes almost you know and it is insane <laughs> how long the dude drives the same old wet tires and everybody else was in intermediates there was a point in the race when Mick wasn't vets and everybody else was in intermediates he was the last person to pick 20 minutes to go Leclerc is 10 seconds behind Verstappen 
while Perez is 4.6 seconds behind Leclerc in third. Keep tabs on the numbers I'm telling you. Leclerc in 33rd minute or something, his car was 4.5 seconds behind. Now the lead has nearly doubled, it's 10 seconds. More than doubled actually, it's 10 seconds um, behind Verstappen and Perez is third, 4.6 seconds behind Leclerc. So Perez is actually roughly the same uh, like gap Perez with his gap with Perez is roughly the same because five minutes later Verstappen is now 13 seconds ahead Perez is 3.8 seconds behind Leclerc so I'm using Leclerc as a pivot so you're seeing front and back from Leclerc now with 10 minutes in the final 10 minutes Leclerc is only two seconds ahead of Perez with the striking distance between them being two laps and Leclerc is 16 seconds behind Verstappen so you already see Verstappen flying away with in clean air and stuff Leclerc's tires are showing a lot of sign of wear because you know Leclerc's driving style puts a lot of pressure on the tires and Hamilton for the past 10 minutes is stuck behind Ocon he's he's half a second behind him he's just like two or three card lengths behind he's still not able to overtake Ocon that is going to stay until the end of the race pretty much and in the final five minutes Leclerc is half a second ahead of Perez leave the question about Verstappen where he is in the final two minutes Leclerc is able to maintain the same half a second gap with Perez what unfolds is in the final lap. This is the main part of the GP. What actually happens is Verstappen is already ahead by 25 plus seconds. Okay. Leclerc and Perez are fighting. They're, the time between them is 0 0.4 to 0 0.6 seconds. For one split second, it goes up to 0 0.7, but it again comes down to 0 0.4. Basically, Alonso gets P7, you know, by getting Russell. Leclerc almost touched Perez at one of the corners. You know, basically what happens is uh, Perez did a dive. Leclerc speed sped up to avoid the dive. He oversteered. He goes into the rumble strip. And of the final this is the final lap final corner of the race and then suddenly he spins back around and he's somehow just makes it back on the track so he went on to the rumble strip and then he came back out the rumble strip is beyond the curb by the way so he technically went off track and made it back now Perez in in the back was crying like shit like yeah he went off track he went off track and you know this, this kind of shit we have seen Perez crying you know a lot of times I think it was the French GP where the Perez was crying that Russell is going off track Russell is going off track like yeah whatever you go off track a lot of times too like it's not like you haven't went, went off track so it's like I don't understand people say that Hamilton cries a lot Max cries a lot 
like I think that whoever joins Red Bull starts crying for some odd reason. Perez has never done this before. Like Perez has never been like this crying, crybaby state before. He's never been in this state. He's always really minded his own business, putting the head down, not using radio too much, at least not for crying, you know. And in the same time, um, they then there's a cutaway between Vettel and Alonso, so Vettel just somehow maintains traction and stays ahead of Alonso. So this is the rundown basically. Vettel is sixth, Alonso stays seventh, and now the here's the way the controversy starts. The race has ended. The celebrations are just about to begin, right? And then suddenly there's a flash on your screen that Leclerc has been given a five-second penalty for taking an advantage. If you look at the replay again, you would see that Leclerc, when he went off track and when he rejoined the race, he was almost overtaken by Perez. They were so close. They almost and the penultimate corner going towards the straight and the corner exit when Leclerc rejoined. Perez and Leclerc were practically wheel to wheel. And then Leclerc speeds past him and finishes the race. They were practically wheel to wheel. And yet Leclerc somehow quote unquote gained an advantage over Perez and Perez is somehow given the second place. And here it's even worse. They announce that Max is the world champion without taking into account what we saw earlier. Okay, I stated it earlier. Rewind the podcast if you need to. Leclerc steals the fastest lap from Verstappen. And this happened 20 minutes ago, at least 20-25 minutes ago before all of this drama is unfolding. So they announce Max Verstappen as the world champion without finding, without even checking if Leclerc had the final lap or not. So Leclerc has the fastest lap, that gives him one extra point, and that means that Max Verstappen still needs one extra point to win the championship. That means that in the next race, if Max finishes first and Leclerc finishes second, the championship is going down to the last, last oh, race, pretty much. Basically, all the races that are left, if Max finishes first and Charles finishes second, Charles is still in the contention until the last race, pretty much. That's what I'm trying to say. But in the next race at Austin, Texas, Circuit of the Americas, United States GP. If Leclerc somehow, somehow finishes third while Max finishes first, that seals the championship. That's how it works. Now here's the interesting part. In my opinion, this five second penalty was stupid. First off. Second off, the amount of disrespect that Ferrari is getting at this point. The, the FIA didn't even care before they announced in in the actual live stream. Okay, they had a graphic 
Max said Max Verstappen the world champion and Max celebrated during the interviews that were happening over there it is just insane how they did all of that without even thinking about the fastest lap point the fastest lap point was with Leclerc the amount of disrespect that Ferrari just got in one day is immense it is immense okay the amount the point is that the amount of disrespect that they just showed to the oldest team in formula 1 and the only surviving team in formula 1 from the 1950s i'm talking okay from the 90 from the year 1950 all the teams that were in 1950 none of those teams have consecutively competed under the same team name and banner and colors for the consecutive 70 years of formula 1 now 71 or 72 whatever years of formula 1 none of those teams have been able to compete for the entirety of the all the seasons of formula 1 from 1950 to 2022 it's only ferrari that is able to do that it's only ferrari that is the oldest surviving team in formula 1 which has ferrari's traces you're going to find in every single formula 1 season from 1950 to 2022 so basically what i'm trying to say is that first off the bullshit penalty was not supposed to be the penalty and even if it was supposed to be a penalty for a second you should at least do the math right you shouldn't have a random indian kid correct you on your math on a podcast like this okay the fia did this to vettel in 2019 they did this to now leclerc in 2022 coincidentally both ferrari drivers at the time i'm not saying that the fia is against ferrari or whatever what i'm trying to say is that right now since 2021 the fia is kind of in red bull's pockets that that's what i think is happening right now and all those red bull fans are going to jump on me saying that oh just get good well tell your driver to get good and win without cheating pretty much you know just just saying just say his first championship was through a cheating <laughs> mechanism right the fia basically just decided that max is going to be winning the championship and they're not going to end it behind a safety car so all those people are saying that it had to be this penalty had to be with this penalty had to be inconsistent under consistent rules with canada 2019 where vettel was penalized in a similar way to all those people crying i just want to say one thing and that is with what situation was abu dhabi 2021 consistent with what situation what situation they're gonna bring up massa right felipe massa 
2008 in a different era with different cars different teams right but they don't have any other argument they're going to they're going to cry about massa people are going to say that i'm kind of crying or whatever but let's be real max is dad didn't win shit and neither is max winning any shit okay both his championships now have a asterisk on them both of his championships now have a asterisk on them a star there that says terms and conditions applied because this is how he, this is how he's winning so terms and conditions applied this this is literally should be written on his car that <laughs> this car has won two championships with terms and conditions applied you know this is this is literally what is happening i personally feel i might sound like a conspiracy theorist but something is going on <laughs> like something is going on behind our backs that is not visible because if the same thing happens with the red bull driver the fia takes forever forever to take a one decision they take forever to take a decision on whether they should penalize the F- the driver or they should not penalize the driver but when it's about any other driver making an offense especially on a red bull driver for a, the FIA is just very 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 insanely lightning quick to give a penalty 5 second penalty boom why was a 10 second penalty not given in singapore gp please explain was it given or was it not given do check i don't think it was given i don't think it was given was it given think about it should have been should it have been given obviously was it given no it was a clear win for leclerc it was supposed to be a 10 second penalty paris made the same mistake twice under two different safety cars 5 per second penalty for each offense 5 plus 5 is 10 seconds no penalty is given he was allowed freely to celebrate steal a win from ferrari and nothing happened nothing he got 25 points he was he's as of right now in contention to win the championship recently joined it and now he's in contention to win the championship and mind you perez the teammate of max verstappen is the same person who in 2019 when he was in uh, racing point and he collided into max i don't remember which gp or practice session at that was but max said something to him apparently a racial slur that was obviously censored out and the government of mexico was really angry on max and told him to publicly apologize right so let's be real this is the same to the max was happening you support the same max was happening here right so keep that in mind keep that in mind this is just blatant blatant fixing that i smell right now literally 
even as a Ferrari fan, as a Mercedes fan, I was thinking, yeah, fixing, nah, maybe, maybe not, and nah, nope, and like, nah, it's, it's, it's not really all that possible. Now, when this is happening twice, it's, it's definitely, there's something cooking behind the scenes. Something is going on behind the scenes that we just don't see. I, I'm just going to end it here because I'm just not feeling it at this point. You know, I'm, I'm just not feeling it at this point. We, we might get banned or something. <laughs> the, uh, the FI, there are going to be people who are going to listen to this podcasting and they're going to go nuts. Like absolute nuts. And they're going to start accusing me of this, that, left, right, blah, blah, blah. On Twitter, wherever, I don't care. I'm just not in the damn mood as of right now. Personally. I'm just fed up of this bullshit at this point. If you want to crown Max the winner, just do it at the start of the season. If you want Red Bull to win the Constructors' Championship, just do it at the start of the season. But this season, the Constructors' Champion is Red Bull, boom, fireworks, and then have the season go on. Because then everybody would know what to expect. I'm just ending the episode here. If you liked it, please rate it five stars. And um, yeah, share it on an Instagram story or whatever. I'm just I'm just gonna end it here. I waited 40, 45, 50 minutes for this bullshit. I'm just nah. The fruit of patience this time definitely is sour, real sour. <laughs>